0: Okay. what is up guys welcome to the next akiru episode today we are joined by one of our brothers kuya wes wes styles what's oh, going yes. on brother bra, bra, go. bra, bra.
1: all good man all good thanks <laughs> man, for inviting me out? guys um thanks jasper uh thanks gerald for inviting me for this catch-up interview
0: that's oh. it that's it man how you been throughout lockdowns man
1: yeah, I've been good. I've been um, doing heaps of stuff, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Focusing at the moment with um, church projects at the moment. Mm-hmm. And secondary is my personal project, which is music, streaming, and content making. Yeah. Still, and still in head. progress, yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's it, mm-hmm. that's it.
2: Now, one of the things that I know with you, Wes, is, is that you have a lot of different uh, passions, so yes. you have the hair <laughs> hairdresser, musician, actor, yeah. <laughs> you know, model. <laughs>
1: yeah. Actor. I don't know about I, I don't I don't know about acting though. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. looks like an
0: actor. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have so many of these um, different passions. What so what's one of
1: your current personal projects that you're working on at the moment? All right. So um one of my passions now um is about personal development. Mm-hmm. So I started um listening to audiobooks that mm-hmm. made me uh, write my own book. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. So it's this about uh, it's about reaching your goals, how to have the right mindset for the right goal you wanna mm-hmm. achieve in life.
0: Ooh, I want Ooh. to get to that Let's get to that We're That's just nasty, yes, man. so many, yeah. <laughs> yes, hey, You're always surprised I mean, we so yeah, many so, surprises. That's
1: mm. one of That's one of the um, Content or mm. projects That I'm focusing on um, While doing all these endeavours mm. Amazing stuff all right, Before we
0: get back into that How are you able to do everything That you're trying to
1: achieve Hmm For me, the more you do, the do more, you get more. Right. It's like, if you give more, you earn more. Mm. And I thought um, my time was limited. That's why I always seclude (sighs) myself. I always reserve myself. Always saying no to Mm. invitations and Mm. opportunities. Because... I thought my time was already full Mm. for myself. And once you start thinking about others and once you start giving to others, guess what? The more you you will have for yourself and more time for yourself.
0: Mm, I like
1: that. I like that. It's like,
0: no is such a powerful word, right? It's like when we say no, what are we saying yes to? And then when we say
1: yes, what are we saying no to? I like that. Yeah. So to answer your question, how I manage my time, Mm. um, I just give more to others, more time to others that I get more time for myself. Therefore, I would know what time should I get, for example, for for today or for this week. And you just keep on saying yes. Once you keep on saying yes, you, you get more time for yourself. Therefore, you would know how to manage your time. Can you elaborate that? I've learned, I've learned this technique from one of um, the authors. um, I've been listening to. Mm. Uh, I think I I got this method from Richard Bouchard. Mm. Brendan Bouchard? Richard? Brendan? Richard? Not sure. Uh, Brendan. I I think Brendan Bouchard. Yes. Mm. Um, I think it's the life vision Mm. or just a whiteboard. And then you put down all your tasks in life. So we have church, we have, we have our clarity, you know, Mm. our our goals in life. And then we have family, we have work, we have YouTube, we have content making, Mm. we have barbering, we have music, we have um, mentoring. We have all, all of these tasks that we do, in our lives and then it's really important to write it down because if you don't write it down perfect example you're gonna miss out bro like i forgot Mm. about our eight o'clock appointment because i forgot to write it down anyway um, oh no yes so it's really important to write it down because once Mm. you write it down you will see it and then um it will it will instill in your mind then mm-hmm. one, once you put in your mind, that's what you speak about. And once you speak about things, that's what your body reacts. Um, your body just follow. Right. So that's how I manage my time is to put it on my whiteboard. And mm. I just copied this from most of um, successful people. Mm-hmm. Always have their whiteboard planning their day a week or even hours Mm. and since i started copying that applying it to my life i'm more organized now Mm. in terms of attending to all my tasks how are you able to prioritize what tasks need to be done so prioritizing um you would know how what to prioritize Mm. when you see it on the actual board That's why it's really important to write it down because you would see the overview of your task and then um, what to prioritize or what not. And from there, you can play around with it. There's no right and wrong. It's just that sometimes there's circumstances that you have to prioritize this Mm. rather than doing this. But on your priority list, it's on the top. But because of cer- um, certain circumstances, you just have to like change it. Hmm. And if you have that overview, if it's written down on the board, then it's just easy to play around with hmm. it. Hmm. And then at the end, at the end of the day, you still win because you're able to still attend all those tasks. Interesting. Hmm. Well,
0: I, I do like the the writing down stuff and seeing on the board when you can actually it's kind of like in a tangible space as opposed to being in your mind. Mm. How do you really know what to prioritize? Do you have a certain value system that you have, you know, like you said, in case there's circumstances that happen, what if there's two really important things that happen at the same time? How are you going to make that decision? Do you have Mm. a value system? Like based on my values, based on where I want to go, Yes. I feel like this is gonna be more
1: important. Right. So it's yeah. Um thank you for that wonderful question. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like um, you know, that saying that the more closer to the ground is more like um healthy or more potent, you know. So in terms of food, you know, mm. that's why people um use that basis or grounds. And use that as their um, guidelines or um, template. So if I apply that to life, um, how to prioritize my life is I use ground. I convert it into like God. So God Mm. first. And then from that basis, it just like flows, bro. So God Mm. and then... uh, Clarity, then family,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then work, and then um, miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. So family, sorry, family, that's slash friends and people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then work, and then uh, miscellaneous. So mm-hmm. miscellaneous, like at the moment, I'm learning how to skate, like skateboarding, bro. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so I'm actually learning how to kick flick. Wow! Yeah, mm. So I can actually um, do gliding now. Like I have full Ooh. control now. Like left and right. Mm. <laughs> Look at me, like <laughs> and the gliding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's how I um do my my template mm. in life, like guidelines. Yeah. So yeah. I won't I won't get lost. That's interesting.
2: You have um, you know. You have so many things now. You're doing, you know. You want to do skateboarding now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where where does where does that um, desire to have so many of these things in your life? So you oh,
1: yeah, since since I started accepting invitations, because mm-hmm. um, I had I, I used to have a habit of refusing invitations because. My ego was too high that I was like, nah, like I can't spend time to others because it's going to be a waste of time. Instead of using that time to others, I'll just use that to, you know, improve myself, do my project with myself, you know, um, doing it all by myself. That was my mentality before. It's uh, In a way, I was too selfish, but yet naive. Mm. Um, now I include people to my goals, to my life, in my life. Um, that's my that that's my my clarity. But my clarity is um, to be a valuable servant mm. to people um, because it's already given that we are all servants of God. That's why mm. we we have that instinct of serving people because you know. In the first place, we serve God, you know? Yeah. So I just found it out when I started um, listening to audiobooks. And that's how I started not listening to myself anymore. But I always listen to others now. Other people. Mm. You know, more like wiser people, more experienced people. (coughs) But when I first started, it's all about me. Like, no, I don't need the, Mm. the help. I would uh, I'll be successful without their help without the the um, knowledge and stuff mm-hmm. that's how I um, believed in myself before interesting mm-hmm. so um, to answer your question Gerald that's why I'm open to all the stuff in the in this world mm-hmm. and if you don't have a basis um, then it's just easy for you to get lost, to be lost because you don't have a path and you don't have like a basis where mm. every time you turn around and look behind you, you don't have a trail. This mm. trail is very important to get to your destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's human nature. Even animals do that. In order for them to get to their destination, they always put a trail behind them. So Mm. once they get lost, they know how to get back. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's interesting. Mm. Yes.
2: So how did did you find that path for yourself?
1: First, experience. Mm. And then second is knowledge. Oh, sorry. Awareness that turned into knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. so personal experience. Bro.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, um, that's why I use that path because, yeah, because you know our beliefs, man. Like we believe in God, we believe in you know, um, serving God. Mm-hmm. And at one point in my life, I got expelled. So I got expelled from the church, and that, that made me see things not mm-hmm. only inside the church, but outside the, the church. And since that happened, it gave me an, an awareness
0: um, in everything,
1: but in everything. And because of that, it turned into knowledge. I seek more. I research more, and then now I appreciate more. Mm. And now um, I got back, then all the, the duties that I was doing before, now, oh man, like now I know the value of it. Now mm. I know the, the beauty of it, you know. Mm. The system that we have is like, whoa, like it's really intelligent, you know. But before, because of I had no experience before, I wasn't aware, I didn't have the the knowledge before. Um I was just doing it, you know, because of routine, because of that's what you know our parents told us to do. Mm. So that's our basis before that's why we're doing one task or um duties. But once you gain that experience, it will change your perspective. Mm. So because of all of that, what I've said, experience, perspective. Um, awareness and knowledge. Um, that's that's how I told myself that nah, this is my this is my path, this is my basis, this is my guidelines, and you just have to keep on remind yourself. So mm-hmm. the more you remind yourself, the more you have the right to explore, because you can't explore if you don't know how to remind yourself. Dropping these.
0: Interesting. So you say experience leads to knowledge, or oh, experience leads to self awareness, then to
1: knowledge. Is that correct? Oh, um, there's no right and wrong. There's no right sequence. But, but uh, yeah, right. Yeah. But I, uh, I'm just, um, in, in my experience, mm. uh, to answer Gerald's um, question, what made me um, use these um, mm. guidelines for? Pattern. Mm. Um, it's just it just happened to me, man. Mm. Um, it, because it happened to me, then I just became aware of it. Mm. Sometimes, to other people, it's a different scenario. It's a mm. different story. Sometimes they gain the they gain the awareness first, or maybe they gain the knowledge first. Then, after that experience. Mm. So, it depends with their situation in life. But in my life, that's what happened to me. Before mm. I, was, I was enlightened, I had to experience it first. Mm. But unfortunately, my experience was the bad experience. Right. So, that's what happened to me. I, I gained the, I experienced the bad that made me aware of, mm. or, you know, like, oh, yeah. Well, I need to seek more. So mm. turn into knowledge, you know, seeking knowledge, and then after you have that knowledge, you go back, and then you question like, "Oh yeah, no wonder why we do this, we do that." <laughs> and then if we're doing this and we do that, and we know that it actually works, it's effective. Why not apply mm. it in life? Mm. No wonder why all these like um, authors talking about this and all they talk about in their books is actually de- derived from the Bible. So if that's the formula, then go straight to the source. Like I said, like um, the closer to the ground means it's more healthier you know, in terms of food. Mm. It's more fresh. It's more no chemical involved stuff because it's more near to the ground. So all the knowledge that we we consume or we get, you know, from people of this world. Same thing. They got it from mostly like all of it. But if you come to think of it, technically, it's all from the Bible. Um, power of breakdown. Um, um, law of attraction. Manifestation. Affirmation. Um, meditation. Meditation in the Bible, that's, it's called prayer. Mm. Mm -hmm. And for me, because I believe in God, then that's my, (laughs) that's my, that's my, um, my ground. So what are
0: some common themes that you have found in these books that you've read? Apart from stuff that is not from the Bible though. Is there any other
1: common themes? Well, so far, all Maybe just like the technicalities, bro, well, the techniques. Um, like, for example, crunching time. How to maximize mm. your one minute. That's You can't really see that in the Bible. It's just that um, it's human experience and then they share it to the people, how they do it. Mm. But time is actually in the Bible. You know what I mean? So maybe like the techniques. Because normally techniques is experience uh, knowledge turn into experience and to cut it short it is equals to technique. Hmm. If you wanna make things or tasks quicker, more efficient, or more easier, then it's called technique. Yeah. So I think yeah that's that's the only thing that I don't I don't see it from the Bible is the human techniques.
2: So a lot of it was coming from, for you, when you had the realization it was from experience. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we can ultimately learn uh, if it's not a bad experience? Can you learn from, is there such thing as a, uh,
1: learning from a good experience? Good experience. Well, learning in general is learning and experience in general is experience there's good and bad. In learning as well, there's good and bad. Um, There's no right and wrong in terms of having an experience, bro, and learning as well. There's no good and bad. Um, But there's prevention. If you start learning the good, you're preventing um, yourself from experiencing the bad, But then again, growth is limited. That's when growth kicks in and comes in. You can't really grow just with one experience, which is good. You also have to experience the bad. So your spectrum is broader and um, it's it's more than just one, which is good, or vice versa, which is bad.
0: I um, allowed to you know I, I know you're still making your book is that something you're willing to talk about? Or is that under <laughs> Raaf said?
1: Well it's not it's not um, uh, well I can talk about my book the mm-hmm. overview of my book that's why um, I want to write it um, mm-hmm. down or I want to write my, my own book is just to pay it forward right. for what I've learned or learning I'm still learning, but, mm. um, and because it's related closer to me, it's related to me, but because like, like Gerald said, I've been doing lots of stuff, mm. changing hats, you know, here and there, mm. and I'm still learning more. I'm still accepting more. So because of my situation, I decided to, to start writing a book about that, about, how to how to deal with different tasks, how to prioritize different tasks or even passion. Um, how would you know if your passion is your real passion or maybe this is just a phase of your life? How, how to know a real passion or a real burning desire? Mm. So in that book, I'll just share my, my knowledge and my experience.
0: Right. Mm. What's going to differentiate your book to the thousands and millions of books that are, you know, regarding self-help and, you know, finding your purpose and finding your passion, desires, and
1: tasks management? What's going to be the difference? The difference will be myself, the identity of my being. Mm. And in every book, but every authors have their different identities. So mm. we might speak about one thing, which is like goals, perspective and stuff all the same. But it's just, it will just, um, the only difference will be our, our mm. own stories, our own experiences, our own identities, you know? mm. Uh yeah we might be in the same column of self help um book mm-hmm.
2: mm. for sure for sure mm. yeah it's definitely the, the the different stories that you bring to the table that make the difference yes mm. um so i was going to ask so i don't know if you can divulge a little bit more on finding your passion and knowing the difference between what is passion
1: and what is just a phase, a phase mm. yes so I've learned this from, from Brendan Burchard or Richard. Oh, man, Brendan I'm, Richard. Brendan, yes. <laughs> so um, he mentioned in his book um, about clarity. So clarity is um, once you answer the two greatest questions in life, which is who do you want to become and what are the things that makes you feel fulfilled? even though you're not getting paid, you're still going to wake up early in the morning, crashing it, smashing it, still going to do this, you know. And I've realized, no wonder why I'm doing all of this stuff. Um, Like, you know, barbering, um, event organizing, music and stuff. It's always involved with, with people. So I thought at first, I was a people pleaser, so every time I please people, I feel good. But then again, I I also like helping, but make it makes me feel good, especially when I help someone to, um, like make them look good. You know, help them to to find out answers. Mm. So every time I contribute to their lives their value then I feel good mm-hmm. and I realized that oh yeah I want to become ah before I before I answered my first question which is who I want to become I answered my second question first so second question is I want to help others I want to serve them and it makes me feel fulfilled that made me Answer my first question. First question is, who do you want to become? Then I came up with the answer. "Ah, I want to become a valuable person or a valuable servant. Valuable means you should have knowledge and you're still um, willing to learn to become become valuable. Mm. Because people or in you know in this society but in this world companies put the value the valuable person always on top because they know better and value means um, price that's why value means price that's why they pay they get paid more because they know better, you know, and, um, they contribute more to the company and stuff. But with me, I want to become a valuable person so I can help more. I can serve more because I have more knowledge to offer, to, to, to share. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I've answered the two questions of life. You're, you're wise, you know. Knowing you're wise, and mm. this is, you know, my two wise. Mm. That's why I'm doing all of the stuff I'm, I'm doing. It's all about serving people. Mm. Mm.
0: How are you gonna help and serve people?
1: So, f- good question. I
0: thought, I
1: thought, <laughs> to help people, to mm. help other people, you should be rich, lots of mm. money, so you can give it away and help others. Help the poor and stuff. Mm. And I was wrong. Mm. Helping is actually just doing the task, just doing the action. Mm. Doing the action of helping. And to to offer help, there's heaps of ways to give help mm. others. You mm. can help give time. Your experience, knowledge, opinion, vision, mm-hmm. help them, help them um, improve ideas mm-hmm. heaps of ways. Mm-hmm. And since I realized that oh hang on, I don't need to become rich before I mm-hmm. am able to help others, I can start now. And you know the power of now. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started. Mm. Since I realized that I was able to help without money, mm. I immediately started. Mm. Mm. So how I help is I help people whatever they need. If, apart from money, because <laughs> <Yeah. I'm> <laughs> <laughs> I, I I give them my time. I give them my words, you know, whatever I learn, I just share. Mm. Mm, you know? mm. And the good thing with my help is the help is already there. I'm just gathering it and then give it to them. Interesting. How do you know what
0: to give to people though? You know, knowledge can be one thing, but wisdom is another thing too. They're not the yes. same thing.
1: They're not. So, how would I know what to give them?
0: Mm.
1: Well, whatever they need. But, like you said, um, knowledge and wisdom. Uh, oh, sorry, what, what's the other one you mentioned? Yeah, knowledge and wisdom are okay, th- not the same thing. Yes, they're not. Yeah. They're not. Because you, you, mm. you, you can be knowledgeable, but then again, you don't have the experience. Therefore, wisdom is not there. The mm. formula of wisdom is knowledge plus experience. and application is equals to wisdom. Mm. So you would know, you would know if what to give them. Um, what if someone asked for a help and then, you know, oh, bro, can you, can you help me like punch this guy's face? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But because of, you know, your, your, your wisdom, no, you wouldn't do that. Mm. I'm, I'm just exaggerating and um, just trying to tell a point. You mm. would know what to give them. How do we really know what we really know? So, how would you know what we really know? So, f- well, um, there's called um gut feeling. They call it. Mm. But really, technically or scientifically, it's not really gut feeling, bro. It's, um, it's part of our brain as well. So, mm. apparently, according to Jim Quick, um, we have this sensation in our tummy. Mm. And surprisingly, it's actually connected to our brain as well. That's why mm. there are situations that we're in when we are in danger that kicks in, like, oh, I have a gut feeling that, you know, this, this guy is, you know, dangerous, you know, he might stab me and stuff. And that makes your decision-making as well. It contributes to our decision-making as well. And if to, And if we apply that to helping, we have our gut feeling as well. We rely on that too. That's human mm. nature. It's just easy to accept because of this breakdown of scientific um, technicalities. Um, But really, before, even um, like in the caveman era, we already got this instinct Mm. of gut feeling. And it's part of their decision-making. So to answer your question, how to know, you would feel it like technically in your gut, in your mm-hmm. tummy mm. and you would know like if it's safe or not to help and what what to help or to know what to do. And plus you, you, you apply the you know, five scientific rule mm. you know? and then you apply your, your experience, your knowledge, you know, your wisdom. And then you will create your own formula to, mm. to attend to that problem or, you know, to, to that person, you know, to give help to. Right.
2: What, what about that, you know, that gut feeling when you're, you know, when you're about to speak on stage or something and you have that thing in your stomach? You're like, Oh, oh yeah. I'm so really that's beautiful. called
1: butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called nervousness. <laughs> Nerv- yeah, nervousness. So yeah.
2: if you're listening to that, wouldn't that uh, tell you not to go on stage and face that fear?
1: Mm. So it's called, so it's like I'm feeling feeling over mind. So you feel like you don't want to get up to stage, but Mm. in your head, I have to do this so I can make a difference, so Mm. I can share knowledge. Mm. You just have to know how to control both. Um, If you listen to your feelings too much, it's dangerous. (laughs) If you listen to your mind too much, it's also dangerous. Having that balance though and control makes you powerful. Mm. So if you know you're wise again, no matter how much you feel, because you know you're wise, you still do it. And that's mm. how you play, uh, play around with, your, with yourself to trick yourself. That's why they say uh, mind over matter. Sometimes mm. you can't do it anymore because you're so tired, but because your mind is so strong that your body just follows. Because you know your why oh, if I don't do this, I won't look good tomorrow because I have mm. an Instagram photo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> mm yeah so it's just having your knowing your wise and mm. being aware of you know feelings and emotions sensations you know the difference between feelings and sensations and emotions what is the difference you can t- you can use it. <laughs> you can type it on google <laughs> well
0: how how would you how how are you able to yourself with your experiences, how were you able to get control and find that balance for you? Maybe Hmm. someone might find benefit through, you know, your teaching or through what you've learned.
1: It's about practicing, bro. Practicing emotions, man. Practicing feelings. Um, If you don't, if you don't know how to practice, then Hmm. you, you can always ask first. So you have to, have the, the care first. You know? If your care is, okay, um, uh, like, Wesley, I need to control my emotions. I, wanna, um, I want to know different emotions or different feelings. All I, I already got this off, like happy mm. and laughing. Oh, I already know that. But there are some <clears throat> emotions or feelings that we haven't really worked on yet. For example, like Gerald's um, example, like, oh, what, you know, that feeling in the gut when you're about to go on stage.
2: Mm.
1: How many times we experience that in a year? And how will you able to practice that if you really experience that? Mm -hmm. So when I say practice, if you're lacking on something, like we're talking about emotion, if you're lacking of, that gut feeling emotion, Mm -hmm. then in order to practice it, always get that emotion, always get that feeling. Mm -hmm. Then you can able to practice it, get to know it better, Mm -hmm. get to know how to control it better, Mm -hmm. get to know how to react more effectively every time it kicks in. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's about moving towards those experiences as opposed to running away from them. Yes, dealing with it
1: and um, con um, confronting mm. Yes because that's the human nature. we're scared of con- uh, confronting things mm. we we're, we're always think the the worst case scenario all the time Mm-mm. and rejections you know all those negative um thoughts and emotions we always. Think of that first before the mm. positive outcomes and stuff.
0: Mm. Right. Mm. So you read a lot of books. What, what book are you reading at the moment?
1: Because I, wor- well, I stopped working for a bit because of um, uh, lockdown. Because mm. I always listen audiobooks during when I'm driving to work. Mm. That's why I pick my shifts from... From the Whops Wop bro. Like Peninsula and stuff. So I can drive longer. Wow. So I can listen and finish my, my audiobooks. Mm. So the last... The last book I was... It was actually... It wasn't a book, but it's just about Andrew Carnegie. Mm. I was just researching about him on YouTube. um, Like short videos about him and then his philosophies. um. Yeah, because what I'm trying to do now is, I'm I'm backtracking all the trails, you know, all these successful people
2: mm.
1: or authors. So from Bob, Bra- from Bob Proctor, um, his upline is or his influence or idol is um, Andrew Carnegie. Mm. So now I'm I'm researching about him before I start listening to his book. Yeah, yeah. What book was it
0: he wrote? Was it um, Magic of Thinking Big?
1: Uh,
0: or is that I think, someone
1: else? Uh, hang on. Is it Andrew or Dale? Dale um, I think it's Dale Carnegie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Dale. It's um, uh, How to Win. Friends and Influence and People. Influence People, yes. That's it. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. That is a
2: good book. What made you want to do go on that journey of self-improvement? for yourself
1: it's funny because it's all started with money bro <laughs> mm-hmm. it's all it, it's all started with money I wanna cause I was like oh yeah I wanna help people so I wanna become mm-hmm. rich so I started with rich dad poor dad mm-hmm. so from there you know when, once, you, once you finish a book because like I finished it not by reading by, by listening to to audiobook and i listen most of my audiobooks from youtube because it's free
2: mm.
1: and then right after i finished that book on the right hand side there's uh, videos uh, recommended videos or related mm. and then i started finishing a few money mm. and then after that there's suggested video it's called jim quick learn how to learn from there, there's another suggested video. It's, um, what's, what's that? Like High Performance Habit. Mm-hmm. And then since then, I was like, oh, wow, this is new. You know, it's all, it's all about self-improvement and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it just went on and on, man. And then I started listening to like different authors now about, you know, self-improvement. And um, John Maxwell, he told me, he taught me that if you want to become successful, well, you have to love the people. And I was like, oh, really? Mm. You should give more to people, and then people will make you successful. I was like, (laughs) wow, really? I didn't know that. I thought. to become successful, it's been, you know, in your hard works and stuff, you know, your mm. knowledge and stuff, money. And then that really changed my perspective in whole success or successful things, mm. how, how to become successful. Mm-hmm. And that's what I practice now. Or it, I'm not even practicing anymore. It's, it became my lifestyle now. So I, I include people now to, in, in my life and to my projects or to my goals. Mm. And to look back, when I was, when I first started music, I was doing everything by myself and compare it now. I include people. I ask people. I rely on people now. I give to people. My success compare from before, man, it's night and day. How do you describe that difference apart from just
0: night and day? Like what has been some of the biggest changes that you've noticed in yourself from your previous self and to where you are now?
1: I, all, I always have this courage to do things, new things. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the, the difference between before and now is I have more. I'm doing more. I have the courage to do more because of knowledge. So I'm not on, I don't only have courage, but I have the confidence because it's backed up by knowledge. I have a system now. I have a structure of how I do things and execute mm. things. Unlike before, it's all about like, oh, I feel like I, I feel. Mm. I feel of doing this. If I do this, I might get this and stuff. So it's only based from ideas, and it's not backed up by knowledge. It's all about the feels, hmm. the vibe of doing it, you know, the want of doing it. But really, didn't know the whys. Yeah,
2: the queer ways. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot in Filipino culture, you see a lot of uh, people go into the creative arts. So there's a lot of people that do, you know, they're either dancing, you know, singing. There's a lot of that. Um, I don't know, like with our, with our friends, you know, that they have this creative type of thing with them. Why do you why do you think that is the case with with our
1: culture? Oh yeah, because um, if you if you know the history of Philippines, bro, um, mm. we have this colonial mentality. It's, like heaps of countries invaded Philippines, mm. and we were conquered by these, you know, great countries before, and that's one of our scapegoat um, mm. entertainment, gossiping, uh, singing, dancing, mm. feast, festivals. Mm. That's our scapegoat because. We were imprisoned before by these uh, foreigners or other countries. That's why we have that mentality of like, you know, being in a creative side, but not really being in a creative side. It's, it's the the act of escaping from, from reality. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why people always tend to, tends to sing when they're down, you know, they, they, they drink and then they sing or they dance, cause that's mm-hmm. their scapegoat. And because they keep on doing that, they became, you know, like better um, mm-hmm. to it, singing, dancing, and it's just instilling our blood. But really, um, because of our situation before and what we, we have experienced from before, um, it became our culture to sing and to dance, all creative stu- stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's that past that trauma
2: that they experienced yes. back in the day yeah. with all you know the invasions and we, we became and yeah the, almost that not to think about that situation we're gonna entertain mm. ourselves in another mm. way. Oh, that's
1: interesting, that's interesting.
0: Mm. That generational never- trauma. Mm-hmm.
1: and in general but all artists that who's really good in their crafts they're the ones who experience the hardships and that's their mindset to, to escape from it to become better you know or escape from for example poverty I have to make this happen and stuff if not then I'll be always you know be living on a couch show, you know what I mean that's their drive to do more, to excel more. And for those people or artists or creative person or people who has all the luxury in life and being <coughs> comfortable, the drive is not as high as the one who's experiencing the, the challenges in life.
0: That's interesting. We kind of touched on that subject last week with um, one of our friends, Josh. Um, how we? What well, I think Gerald asked this question. Do you think there's any like good artists or creators out there who haven't, who hasn't gone through pain and suffering or any
1: type of struggle? Well, most artists, bro. Most artists who's on top, there, they're the ones who experience the mm. the hardships, man. Um, like they were. That's why they're on top, man because they had nothing, man. And it's, it's good and bad, bro. <coughs> bad because they're experiencing bad experiences and stuff. You know? um, they, they couldn't eat and stuff. But good because that's their tool for them to have that burning desire more. Otherwise it's survival, man. Like They have to make it, man. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, they'll be dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they only have two options to to do to do more or not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But for for those who's not experiencing those, you know, like hardships and stuff. They always have options, bro. And that makes them not to pursue it more, not to have that burning desire because they have options, bro. They're comfortable. Mm-hmm. If they didn't make it, then I'll just quit. I'll have another stuff anyway to do. Therefore, the, the success is limited, bro. Mm. That's why we, they, they never be on top because their attitude to it, it's different. Perspective is different.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, this duality. Like there's always some sort of trade-off, right? Mm-hmm. If you're living a tough life or struggling, you can create some of the best art but, you know, if you're living this really good life, you might not have the same drive as someone yes, who is going exactly. through those struggles. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why do you think that is, though? Do you think it's an environmental thing? Is it a societal thing? Because I've met some people who are successful, have a lot of options, but are
1: driven. What do you think is that? I think it's human instinct, bro. U- human instinct, and they are aware of it. There are, there are some people who's not aware of their human instinct and then they just follow whatever people tell them or whatever they see on social medias and stuff mm. internet that they're lost in their own instinct and there are some people who's mm. feeling it instinct is kicking in and because they're aware of it, you just follow it
2: where's with
0: the answers man where's with the answers <laughs> did you ever have you know any pushback you know being a uh, creative and being in that Filipino culture did you ever have any you know like a uh, pressure or struggle to do something else
1: um I experienced that when I was shifting from pop rock OPM to mm. urban. Mm. Pressure is it's not really pressure, it's more about attachment, bro. I was scared because of I was too attached attached from what I was doing before. But then again with with the help of audiobooks, it helped me embrace that change. So it, it's it wasn't pressure anymore, bro. Mm. Because pressure is when you put more load to a task then you feel pressured there yeah? when you put when you put more weight when you lift then that's pressure but if you have the knowledge to, to divide it and make the task or lift or whatever um, easier um then it won't be um it's it's not pressuring you anymore. So same thing with what happened to me from shifting from from pop rock to to urban music because I know my whys then it became less pressuring mm. to do it.
2: What was but it? What- um
1: in general but like mm-hmm. I don't feel pressured anymore. When I when I was younger, yes, I was pressured just by cleaning the house, mm. <laughs> doing my own laundry because of my mom pressuring me, like, hey, Wesley, in the back. I'll be like, Oh my I'm so pressured. <laughs> Hell <laughs> but you know, what, um when when you when you're getting older, you learn more, you apply more, you practice more, it becomes your lifestyle. Therefore, when new things um you encounter new things. It's not as pressuring as before because of that experience, knowledge, and wisdom. Mm. You, you actually um, celebrate. You actually like welcome it with, your, with all your heart, with excitement. Mm. And if that's your attitude in life, man, far out, you will start learning how to kick flick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what like I, I go to skate parks bro like all the kids uh, I play with me I skate with I think I'm the uh, no, I know I saw another dude who's on his 30s as well man cuz mm. he's he's a pro bro mm-hmm. but for someone like me 37 years old just starting how to <laughs> learn how to skate it's so funny man so funny but uh, you know like I said change Um, I started embracing changes and Hmm. changes in, if you don't live with changes, it means you're not growing. (laughs) (laughs) In order for you to grow, you need to love changes.
2: I wanted to go back, um, to when you were talking about, um, the, the pressure that you were feeling, uh, from moving from al- alternative punk, was it? Uh,
1: pop to, rock.
2: Pu- uh, pop rock to uh, urban. Yeah, man, yeah. What, what type of pressure were you actually talking about? Was it, was it more you have to fit into this certain mold? that? Oh, heaps, uh, what was the,
1: So first, I've, I've invested how many years um, building all my original songs hmm. um, from pop rock, OPM. Mm -hmm. And then if I change to West styles or urban music, I'm going to get rid of all all of that hard work, years of work, you know? Mm. And then attachment to it. Pressure of, you know, rebranding myself, recalibrating my mindset. Another way of performing technique. I'm not an R&B singer, bro. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not a singer, but... Pressure of, you know, singing like that, like in an urban style. Mm-hmm. So, heaps of um, pressure, bro. Mm-hmm. Technic- technicalities and uh, um, from within as well. Because I couldn't accept that, oh, I need to change. Then again, I realized in order for me to grow, I have to change. Mm-hmm. And if I want to if, if keep on going, then I have to accept that I have to change. Mm. Mm. Otherwise, I'll be stuck and then miss out the trend. And therefore, yes. what's the whole point of doing this?
0: Yeah, change is definitely important. Like it's not something we can we, ha- we, we can fear because I'm reading a book now called Think Again. And it's about Bye. reframing. What's um, his name? Let me check real quick. Uh, let me give me one sec.
1: I'll write it down.
0: Thing again by Adam Grant. Hmm. Hang on. So, yeah, he was keep going. T- telling you this story about the guy who created Blackberry. Okay. And, um, like, no one really knows who this guy is. I, f- I forgot his name. But pretty much he had that same mindset of with Apple creating the first iPhone. In order for them to compete with them, Mm. uh, they had to do, you know, they want to create something like a phone similar to theirs, you know, touching glass Um, and a computer inside that phone. But he wanted his philosophy for his brand. their, Their brand was, you know, they want to have the keyboard still. They want to focus on emails, work, and nothing to do with entertainment, music, or anything like that. And what eventually happened, you know, as we know now, Blackberry is gone or not as popular as it was before. Mm. And their stock price like plummeted a whole lot. Mm. And he had his engineers and people like trying to convince him to create something to compete with Apple's iPhone. Mm. And because he was so ingrained with his mentality of things. And this guy is a smart guy. Like ever since he was young, he was, he had like so many engineering awards, create so many things, mm. so many innovations, but because he was so uh, married to this idea of this philosophy, uh, that what was eventually was a downfall for their brand. Mm. You know? So one thing like I'm really learning and coming to, gr- uh, to grips with is we can't be married to our thoughts. We can't mm. be married to our ideologies. We have to allow things to be flexible in a way that we can still be taught, but always remembering our whys, right? And our values. But without us being able to change and allow people to input in our lives, mm. it will eventually be our downfall
1: mm.
0: as that experience That's with the like this.
1: Yeah. I yeah. agree, man. Mm.
0: So it's like you 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 go transitioning to that park rock into R and B space now,
1: yeah. you know. At the end of the day, I'll be the same artist any um mm. anyway that who just wants to express um art and because of that aspect I became aware of it and then I just have <sighs> to keep on reminding why I'm doing this. It's it's not really for me anymore. Mm. Before it was for myself. No, nah, I don't care if people listen to it. As you long know, mm. learned that I'm able to, you know, express what I want to express and stuff. But then again, if you don't think about the people, then you will not be successful. Mm. So in this industry, but if you want to become successful, you have to think others. And it's part of my clarity anyway, you know, to serve people. So mm. Mm. Now I now I create for others. I don't create for myself <laughs> And it works. It works bro. People I, I get like a tad number up mm. because you know, people listen to it now. Because when I when I did my music before, it was only me that I yeah. I used to please, you know. Mm. I don't care about others if they're gonna like my music or not. As long as I express myself then it's okay. But then again, it didn't go anywhere because of that mentality and mindset. Interesting. Yeah,
0: there's this saying, like it's we have to be selfish so that we can become selfless. And that's mm. kind of like that, that ra- route. You went through that journey where I had that selfish mindset, but then eventually you understood, yes. I, have to, I need to be selfless so that I can you know, really get that success, really you know, connect and resonate with people. Because we all need people in our lives, right? Like, and anything. With our brand, we need people for us to succeed. That's right? True. You need people to listen to your music. Yes. You know, Without people, we, we got nothing. It's only pleasing yes. our own. <laughs> I'm not going to say the yes. word. We're only pleasing our own desires. Yeah, we'll just be right. wearing our own shirts and that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, man, I had a question. Um, but yeah, like... Y- y- you sound like you've experienced a lot, man. You know, mm. have you had have you experienced any mental, uh, you know, struggles, difficulties that it was hard for you to get past things?
1: Oh yes, um, I wasn't aware that I was undergoing depression and mm. um, anxiety, bro, for five mm. years, mm. and. Um, I just became aware of it and I started accepting it when a friend from high school, oh, sorry, a friend from elementary days um, posted on Facebook about depression and anxiety. Before, when I I see articles about depression and anxiety or mental health in general, I have no interest, man. Just keep it. Keep on scrolling. scrolling. Mm. But that day, surprisingly, I was really intrigued. I was mm. really interested. And I started um, clicking that link and started reading about it. And I was surprised that all the symptoms, man. I was like, damn, this is what I'm experiencing at the moment. <laughs> and before, I was in denial, man. I couldn't accept it because mm. I was like, oh, yeah, we're, we're gracious, bro. You we're know? yeah. yeah. children of God. Like, we don't experience this stuff, you know. We're strong, yeah. you know. We yeah. are blessed. We are um, guided. Then again, you're only human. So, I checked all the symptoms. I was like, damn, I, I'm, I'm really depressed. I'm experiencing all of the symptoms. And then I started accepting it that, yes, I have depression and mild Mm. anxiety. And then I started researching about it. And I started um, fighting, combating and making myself better. And my first, my first, Fight was to change all the light bulbs. <laughs> it's funny, man. Like it's like I talked to other people too. They asked me mm. like how did you how did you you know um, um, how did you deal with it? Mm. You first um, learned that you, you had um, depression. I was like, I changed all the light bulbs because I learned that if you change your light bulbs, your mood will change too and then i started changing my environment i started to clean um best example you know when you're enlightened the best uh the the, the first thing you're going to start changing is your environment the 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 best example is limitless you know that scene when he first um took the pill have never he, watched it oh i'll oh, watch it <laughs> limitless the movie not the yeah, yeah, yeah. not the series Mm -hmm. because there's like uh, this this medical drug where it it actually allows you to use 100% of your brain Mm -hmm. and you become successful in life and and stuff, so that's the the, um, concept of the movie Mm -hmm. so there's a scene there, sorry for spoiling it (laughs) there's a scene there where he took the pill and first Mm -hmm. thing he did was to clean the apartment, mm. Mm. because he become he he's becoming a loser in life, and then since then he became organized and stuff. And then you know, then things just flows. Mm. So that's what I did too. I changed the light bulbs. After that, I feel good, and then I started cleaning the house. I feel better, and then I started changing this. I felt even more better. I chucking all of the clutter in the room, mm. the house, garage, clean everything and then I feel good, I feel nice, I feel like powerful because just to accomplish that change I was like I realized that oh I can do this I apply this to life, you know? Mm. Mm. It starts with um the small and then turns into dealing with the bigs. Of course. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who is
0: going through the anxiety, depression, et cetera, et cetera, But, you know, they're not willing to do, clean the environment. Or if they do, you know, they feel like nothing's changing.
1: What do you tell ha- them? You have, all right. You have to stop listening to yourself and start listening to others. Stop listening to yourself because... If you listen to yourself, you'll be like, man, I don't want to do this. Man, you you know that um, voice in your head. Stop listening to that. It will not give you good. If you want to learn, stop listening to yourself. Start listening to others and you will learn and you will grow. Listening without applying or without application is pointless. It's like having a faith and not doing the works, it's mm. nonsense. Mm. See, it's from that term or uh, phrase, you know, it's derived from the Bible. That's why that's, you know, that's my, my grounds. Mm. Mm. So going back, um, if you listen and if you don't apply, then it's pointless. Mm. So if you really want to change, you should accept you have to accept that you're under depression and you have undergoing anxiety. Mm. Because once you accept that you are undergoing those two, then the next thing you want to ask is, do I want to change? Do I want to suffer still? Or <clears throat> do, do I want to um, get rid of this, mm. you know? condition then once you know the answer then work to it work on it work towards to it so whatever you do now because whatever you put in your head goes to to your to your tongue you speak it and then whatever you speak body will follow and once body will follow then you create results so once you ask all of those questions you're wise then you, you'll get results. And never listen to yourself in terms of, because you know, when, when, we, when we are undergoing anxiety and depression, we always talk to ourselves. I don't feel it. I don't want to do this. Hmm. Uh, uh, Wesley, I you know there's like party. Oh, come. Uh, do I really have to? Hmm. That's the main question. Do I really have to go and mingle with people? Hmm. So don't listen to yourself. Listen to hmm. others because they know better because they've been there. And of course, you're going to listen to people who's, you know, credible. Hmm. Uh, people who were, who already underwent anxiety and depression. So they can give you their experiences, share 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 their knowledge techniques how to combat depression and anxiety Mm.
0: Mm.
1: yeah i think yeah listening to others is a good
0: one like you just mentioned you have to listen to the credible people the right people um because one thing dangerous with that is um oftentimes when we're (laughs) when we're depressed or in anxiety states we often go to people who are experiencing the same things, right? We go towards the things that we're comfortable with. And oftentimes those people were comfortable with other people who are experiencing the same things. Yes. Um, yes. That's where it can get dangerous too, because mm. then you're constantly in that environment. And how yes. do you really know what you you're receiving is going to help you? Yes. Um, I think that voice in your head, that is good. The overthinker. Um, but eventually the voice in the head is something you have to listen to as well. Mm. I think the voice in our head um, is important because the relationship with ourselves is more than is kind of more important than the relationship we have with others. Mm. Cause if your relationship with yourself isn't healthy, then it's going to be the same with the people you're around. We can't expect that my, rela- in my own health, unhealthy relationship is going to be corrected by having a healthy relationship with someone else, mm. you know? Um, that's why they say it's kind of like, I was mentioning to Gerald. the other book I was reading is The High Five Habit. And she mentions that the, we need to be able to overcome those things on our own too, right? Mm-hmm. As much as we want to help people, mm-hmm. one thing I've learned, those people who are in the deep, darkest places, we can't help them. Mm-hmm. We can only support them.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's hard. It's a hard put to swallow, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something we have to accept. Like you said, we have to accept the fact that, you know, our own journey is our own journey and we have to make that decision in ourselves to change. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we can show a path. We can show certain directions. In the end, those people have to choose for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, this, this stuff with depression anxiety, It's a really tough subject to talk about But I do like your perspective, man Like, You do have to reach out to others so Getting support is essential mm. um, Acceptance And then it's... going to self-awareness That's all, we all mm. need that mm. But it's it's like you said It's done in the small things It's not in the, the huge actions That make the biggest difference So yeah,
2: <laughs> so when you're talking about Reaching out to other people Like what Jasper said you have, you know, you've got to be careful of who you uh, who you listen to because yes. those other people might also be in that in that current environment mm-hmm. uh, in that current mind state as well. So you're kind of in this loop of negativity. Yes. <laughs> um. So how do you find those credible credible people? How how can people identify this person is going to help me or this this person can you know
1: well of course um in life but in life um to to pick your your idol or who you want to become is the rule is not rule um, the criteria is they already went through they already achieved what they want to um, have in their life or goals in life so if we're going to apply that to depression if you want to like um, go through depression, you should seek advice from people who already experienced that, experienced it, and they already, um, they already went through, mm-hmm. and they're living like in you know, a better and happier life, and they're not in under depression anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's the people you ask and involve with. And you have to surround yourself with this kind of people. Because, you know, law of attraction, you know. Um, um, you become of the people you involve with. So if you want to become happier and get rid of your depression, then pick the people. Surround yourself with people mm. who's in that state. All right, man. Let's... let's get the mood up again. <laughs> that, was, that was really
0: dark and deep, man. But I think mm. it's, it's a good subject to talk about. Mm. You know, you always, you talk about your why. You mentioned that. Mm. Cast a vision for us. What is, what's mm. the, What's your life in the next five to 10 years? What's it look like? You know, what do you
1: visualize? So at the moment, um, like working with projects, other people's projects actually, actually just helping them, you know, to, mm. To reach the the goals, mm. um, and then hopefully launch my book, publish my book, mm. and then maybe make more money. Because <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, if you really want to help others, you should you should money is a tool. You know, mm. it, it, we actually need it. In, yeah unfortunately in order for us to help more, we still need money mm. so in order for that, you just have to up your knowledge to get more money so it's never uh, it's never ending mm. process of learning learning you know to make more money, learning mm. how to deal with people, learning with you know um, like dealing with yourself too don't, mm. i mean we don't forget about that. Mm. Yeah, um, five years from now I'm still learning bro and I'm still I'm still gonna share mm. and because I've already I've already answered my my two whys mm. uh, who I wanna become um, I just wanna become a valuable servant so I'm just going towards to that goal and uh, I wanna do it I I, I wanna reach that goal like Quicker and quicker and quicker Mm. by learning more and more and more. Do you aim to learn more just through books, or are you, you know, do
0: you seek mentorship or coaches? Is that something you, you know, aim to do, or is it just going to be purely through audio books?
1: Well, there's like ways of mentorship. There's two types of mentoring. One is like physical, and then one is by their works. You just follow what they. They do you research about them and then you copy it. And the the advantage with the physical mentoring is the actual the everything but like it's more advantageous than just copying <coughs> their works and stuff. Mm. At the moment I'm happy just by um, listening to audiobooks and mm. then if I get the chance to actually meet them and be guided from them, then, you know, it's even better. You know? mm-hmm. um, but then again, like, um, because we believe in God, then I, I just let God, you know, um, direct my, my life as well. Because sometimes, no matter how bad we, we want to do this and that, if it's against His will, man, even though we have this knowledge of the earth, man, or of the world even though we, we have good abilities and talents and stuff, but if, it, if it's against his will, because he has this vision that we don't have, that we don't get from books, that we don't get from mentors and stuff, it, it's more powerful, bro. So I believe in that. Um, whatever comes, comes, bro. Um, I'm just enjoying life, bro. Mm. So no, no stress in terms of mentorship and stuff, yeah, I'm just happy with you know listening to audiobooks and mm. if I get to 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 meet one, then man, all the more i I'm, mm. I'm, I'm happier it's Crazy, I feel like we can
0: talk a lot about stuff, you know, mm. <laughs> just trying to think of stuff that we can really add value to people. Mm. Um, I guess what what has been the Teachings that you've learned or uh, knowledge that you've obtained that you practice daily?
1: Okay. So, like, I'll just talk about my principles in life, bro. So I have seven principles of life. I, I, I don't practice it anymore, but it became my lifestyle. So first is care, Second is knowledge. And this is by sequence. Third is mindset fourth is habits fifth is discipline mm-hmm. sixth is awareness and seventh is being reminded so that's um, my principles in life mm-hmm. and that's what I do and share to people mm. how, how does that look like
2: in, from a, like a, day, a day-to-day thing?
1: Hmm. So, um, first we start with the desire or care. Because hmm. without care, we, we will not learn. We're not interested of learning. So how, will, how are we able to get that knowledge if we don't, we don't have interest of, for example, a subject? You know? So first is care and then um, second is knowledge. Um, whatever you care about, you research, man. That's why you obtain the knowledge. For example, if I'm going to apply it on a day-to-day basis, mm. for example, just finding the right shoe or shoes like sneakers. Mm. So that's our care uh, to find the right pair of shoes. All right, so I'm going to start researching about this, you know? Okay, uh I found out that yeah the leather is like this and like that. And then once you gain that knowledge about the pair of shoes, then your mindset is about that shoes too. So your mindset, okay, I need to get the shoes. So so you start working and stuff. So you have the right mindset now that go leads to habits. And then what are the habits to get that shoes? So you start like working. Um, waking up early in the morning just to save up. Let's say you're just earning just a few bucks. So your habits will be like, okay, in order for me to get the shoes, I have to wake up early. I have to sleep early, wake up early, grind hours um, from work, then go home and save. That's my habits. And because of habits, I want to be consistent. So I need to apply discipline. I have to do this for my computation. Is like in two weeks I'll get the shoes. Then I'll have to be disciplined, okay? Oh, Wesley, come on, let's go out, cause um, thing we're, we're having fun and stuff. Oh, no, no, I can't, cause I need to sleep early, cause I need to wake up early tomorrow, cause I need to grind my hours to earn money so I can buy the shoes. You know what I mean, so that's your discipline there, and then your sixth is being aware, being aware of. Oh okay, do I really need these shoes or not? Or you know, um, maybe there's another pair of shoes. Who's, you know, like maybe it's it's better mm. or or like cheaper. Being aware, because we need that, mm. and then that will lead to your seventh uh, principle, which is being reminded. Then you ask yourself your wise and stuff, and then you'll be like, ah, oh, nah. Now, I'll stick to this one because the reason why I'm getting this is because of, yeah, I've already got the history of this, why mm-hmm. they built this pair of shoes, why they, they put this lettering underneath the sole. And mm. now nah, this, is, this is the one. I love these shoes.
0: Mm-hmm. And go
1: back to your first um, principle, which is K. Do you have any tools or habits that
0: people can utilize for them to, you know, in their own personal development journey?
1: Tools? Oh
0: yeah. Well so their
1: personal yeah. So personal development. Um, well, the one I'm using at the moment, like I said, it's the vision board. Mm. I use that as a tool to keep my life in track. Um, so I can break it down easier, or mm-hmm. even envision it. You know, to plan. So number one tool is vision board. Mm-hmm. And what else? to, Ah, so I use my senses. So your visuals, I always surround. Oh, I always put all the lights up, because that will change your mood. If you, if you deem the, the lighting, you will feel like, oh, cozy, sluggish, lazy. If you turn the light up, like daylight, you feel like, oh, energized. Even you just you try to close your eyes and try to sleep, you'll be like, oh, oh no, it's too light. <laughs> so I use my senses. Second mm-hmm. is sense of smell. I put like stuff like all these oils and stuff, and you feel mm-hmm. good. Just by sniffing, hmm bang no. like mm, I wanna do more. <laughs> yeah, like physically mm. tired, once you sniff that, you know, like magical aroma, you'll be like mm, bang no. Yeah, then you tend to do more. So, <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. Yeah, yeah. Serious, bro. <laughs> so um I use my senses and then the, the sense of touch, mm. you know, like I feel good when you know wearing like good clothes and stuff Mm. your environment is nice and organized so the tools i can um, say is number one vision board then use your senses Mm. and third is environment Mm. yeah Mm. use your environment as your tool to keep going because yeah. If your environment is not set to your needs, then it's it will become your limitations.
2: Definitely, yeah. I like the environment one because I started doing that as well, making mm. sure like the spaces that i uh, I work in is like everything I have all uh, well, everything I need is within reach
1: I'm yes. like, oh, okay, uh,
2: there's no limitation. I don't have to go, "Oh, where is that thing?" and then you have to worry about. Mm. Um, and also just like having the window open, having nice light and all this yeah. yeah. So having that
1: environment stuff is definitely a really strong thing to. And have. then one one more um, thing, in order for you to to see your progress, your basis is your environment. Mm. If your environment is improving, it means you improving as well. Oh. If Pretty it's good. not, if there's no changes for this year, for example, it means your life hasn't changed for this year.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are some tips for you guys, you know. Make bra, sure you try them out from Queer West. <laughs> yeah. Some hot tips. Some golden <laughs> nuggets right there, man.
1: We're a teacher, man. We're a teacher, <laughs> No, I'm I'm still a student, bro. I'm just oh, sharing
0: right. <laughs> how, how that? Don't worry, guys. I'm still student I'm
1: just... I want a teacher, man.
0: That's <laughs> nah, good. It's solid stuff, man. Like I whenever you get a barber, make sure you hit up Kuy If you want to get a haircut, man, you want to look fresh and you want to get a life lesson. Make sure yeah, you hit him him up. He's got that wisdom, man. He's got that wisdom, man. He'll be dropping those nuggets on you, man. That's
1: it. Gold bars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you know, it's getting late, boys. You know, we still got work in the morning. Should we wrap this thing up? Let's do this. Mm. All right, let's take this baby into landing. So, wait, before I ask the three questions, what are top five books that you you think people should
1: read? All right, um, number one is Learn How to Learn by mm. Jim Creek. Um, it's not an actual book, it's an actual um course. Mm. Well. He's really smart. He wrote a book about these principles and stuff. And then you'll end up signing up for the course, which is, yeah. But it's it's a course. Learn how to learn. And then maybe um, leadership and um, influence. Um, John Maxwell, mm. one of my, like, one of my idols, John Maxwell. And mm. maybe... Um, Brandon Bouchard to know your wise while you're doing all your passion and stuff mm. and to keep you going and how to manage all of them. So that's number th- three. three. Number four is I would say because um, I, I also see myself as entrepreneur and I believe in property. So I will chuck um Robert Kiyosaki in Um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad because that's my first audiobook or book that I finished. And then fifth will be um, Bob Proctor. Um, I forgot his book, but um, (laughs) Bob Proctor. Hang on, let me just uh, Bob Proctor. It's because um, he has um yes his book uh, I forgot I forgot, his, I forgot the title but w- once I I hear the title
0: I'll,
1: mm. I will ring my bell but just just Google Bob Proctor like he he has heaps of books so it's it's about um minds and self development mm. as well so that's my top five books mm. and. I keep on listening to it still, even though once I finish one book, I'll get back to it after like a few months and then it's another another perspective, another, another um, uh, how will I say it? You just pick up things that you, didn't, you yeah, missed it's, previously. It's, mm, every time you hear it or listen to it or read it, it becomes like a new kind of book again. Mm. That's how you know you're growing as well. Yeah yeah because it, it it just shows that your pers- perspective is changing uh, mm. each time so it's like watching a movie like um you've watched it ages ago you didn't appreciate it and then once you turn 18 or older you'll be like oh yeah this is mm. actually good <laughs> yeah you started to appreciate mm. it so same yeah. thing with books mm. mm-hmm. okay nice
0: sick Alright, uh, let's finish this off let's take this baby into landing Three questions. Let's go. Oh, so, right. three questions. We got. Um, what are you grateful for? What have you realized? And what is the question you want to ask yourself or
1: the people listening? So I'll answer the first question first. That's what I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for life. Um, I, I believe that I'm a, uh, I'm a late bloomer. Mm. But there's a reason why I'm a late bloomer and I know I know and understand now. And I thank God for that. And what's your second question?
0: What have you realized? I or have realized.
1: Mm. I have realized that I need to include people in my life. So first is life. Mm-hmm. You know. Second is people mm-hmm. that I need to include people in my life. Mm. And then what's the third
0: question? The third question is, what is the question you want to ask yourself or the people listening?
1: What, what is the question I want to ask? What,
0: yeah. What is the question you want to ask yourself or
1: the people listening? Oh, that's a tough one. huh? Mm. I never mm. thought of that. Because I thought I already answered my, my greatest question, which is yeah, I've already told you. Maybe, because it's it's really hard. Because like, <laughs> I I feel like oh, I think I think that I already know the questions. How, how do you really know questions. those questions are the, the it, answers? It's not really knowing the questions. Mm. Uh, it's not really... I don't have a specifically known answers. It's just that I already know the process of mm. how to know an answer. Mm. You know what I mean? Do so you really know though? <laughs> the, the process of knowing an answer?
0: Because mm. if we're always learning, does that mean we really know?
1: Yeah, but... Like, um, um, once you know, um, it means that, uh, I mean, you can always improve, you know, um, mm-hmm. knowing one or knowing a process of how to know and answer. Um, but just to answer your question, <laughs> it's really hard, bro. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um What is the question that I want to ask myself?
2: Mm. Or oh, to the people that, that I'm
1: listening. Yeah. So <laughs> but um, I think
2: it'll be good. What, what's the
1: question you want to me, ask Maybe, maybe I am really <laughs> <yeah>. to To <laughs> myself? Because mm. like if I... Okay. Uh, I just want to break this down. Okay. I'm, I'm going to share you the the power of breakdown. Okay. okay. I, I'm trying to know the answer. My My answer. Mm. So... What is the question I wanna ask myself? First is I'm gonna ask myself, do I really have a question for myself? Cause I feel like, or oh, I think I already I I already know the answer of how. Oh maybe this, maybe this. how will I able to gain more tools hmm. like more money, more resources and more people to help me reach my goals hmm. quicker? That's my yeah. question. Hmm. And to I others, like to others, same. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's like a challenge. Mm. Uh, it's like a challenging question for yourself. Right? Mm. Like challenging yourself. Mm.
0: That was really good, man. Perfect. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like how you broke that down. I
1: just came up with Break that, yeah, You yeah, came yeah, up yeah. with that
0: just then? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's wow. really good.
0: Nice. Where can people find you? How can people support you?
1: Um, so with my book, it's not out yet. Mm-hmm. Still in the process. Um, I do a lot of things, which is barbering, streaming, like video games, music. Uh, maybe just type my name on Google. <laughs> oh, and then they, yeah, they, that's right. ab- Yeah, they will able to see all my endeavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will show up. I tried that before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's Google famous, guys.
0: He's Googleable now. (laughs) That's it. All right. Make sure you Google Wesley Galang for your information. You know, that's W E S L E Y G A L A N G. Is that right? That's it. That's That's it. it. All right, man. Thank you for your time. We really appreciate you coming on. And, you know, all the best in your endeavors, man
1: yeah oh thanks I know, Jasper and gerald and i know, more blessings man for your I know, endeavors too, and to um to your visions you know more visions man means more projects keep on going we' are all here to to love and support you guys man because you guys um, are really hardworking in terms of you know doing your you're thing man so just yeah. keep on grinding man
0: that's it Uh right, thank you guys for watching we really appreciate you guys spending time with us hope you guys take care always stay safe and always get up peace peace bro